0: 500 monkeys, jibbing towards agorism. Today, I want to talk about the dreaded B word. That's it. It's uh, it's Brexit. Now, I try and avoid this subject quite often, really, for reasons which I'll go into uh, in, in, in jibcast. But obviously, for the last... Uh, of many years, is it's been everywhere in the UK, all over the media. Uh, thankfully, I don't really pay much attention to the media, so it hasn't affected me. And whereas I, I, I try not to get involved in the conversations about it, because it just causes arguments. Really, and that's what it's designed to do, in my opinion. Although I point out that it, it is just a vice, I suppose, to create this uh, divide and conquer. Now, the reason I say that is because. I mean I'm, I'm not sure what other majors around the, around the world in in the uk definitely has caused massive uh, divisions which is the general way that the deep state or you know the shadow government or whatever um corporations you know it, it it's the way that they get control and the way that they can manipulate us and slip things through like the 5g and the fracking and for the last it's been two years, I don't know, since since the vote. It's all that's been in the paper, continuously. And the news, and news, it's all they've ever talked about. And they're, they're using it to kind of divide the government. They're using it to divide people's opinions, whether you're left or you're right. Um, personally, I mean, the left whole left-right things are a load of rubbish. Um, you know, it's uh, different shades of the same colour, really. It's, 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 it's very interesting to watch how it's panned out. Not standing on the sidelines, but you know, kind of watching it from without the media manipulation, I suppose. I mean, obviously, I do have some manipulation because you, you can't you can't avoid the uh, the me- the manipulation from the media. I mean, I voted differently to the rest of my family, and uh, it, it's it's caused a lot of conflict. And you know, well, my mum won't talk to me about it. You know, I mean, obviously, you're in a different opinion, but yeah, she she won't talk to me about it. She's she uh, says so she's ashamed. And, you know, she, she doesn't tell her friends what I voted because it was against her. Um, so, yeah, I guess i better get into what I voted. And um, I don't have to talk about it because people in my circles do uh, frown upon it. And I, I did I did vote to leave. But my reasons were purely agorist, anarchist point of view. In fact, uh, I, I believe in smaller governments. Uh, and I don't believe in the control opinion Union has. And, you know, I, I've done research before it all happened about the kind of the development of the European army, which is now coming out, and, you know, the finance, and I, I looked into all those aspects of it. But I get called by many uh, that I'm racist because I voted out. Because if you voted out, it means you wanted all the uh, all the Polish and all the Europeans out, and all, all the Turks and all the Muslims and all the Asians and all the blacks. That's what the media portrayed. Which is sad, The very... Educated people assumed education, you know, the the parrot education that we have in this world. You, you learn to just repeat after the uh, the, the teachers, and then yeah, your lecturers, and then after your peer group, which you build up once you leave. Do up the education system, I suppose we can call it, can't we? Which, uh, interestingly, you know, I also got called uh, uneducated, because my, uh, my vote by some people. And... I mean, to me, it was kind of a massive irony because people call you uneducated. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time looking into the future of how Europe will develop, you know, how it will affect financially and obviously how it enforces the corporate world, enforces the corporate control, enforces the banking control and the hidden agendas within that. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm not going to go down rabbit holes there, but it. There is an aspect of it becoming one big union um, with uh, a centralised kind of government. And obviously, being here on Steemit and uh, Sound, you know, I'm, I'm all for the decentralised way, which is where my vote came from. But yeah, I've been called a lot. I've been called a lot. But this, this is kind of my point, the fact that you do get tarnished, I suppose, by what you voted in the country. And, you know, the... I mean I'm 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 sure that if certain members of my family if I wasn't their family they wouldn't they wouldn't speak to me, they wouldn't engage me simply because of what I voted. And this is shameful really. I mean personally I don't think it will happen. I think that it's it's all a planned uh planned exercise to divide and conquer the country. And what best way to do that when you've got people arguing about, oh, I voted out, I voted in. Oh, you're racist, you're uneducated. Oh, you're stuck up. You you, you know, you you just want the best for the, you know, the south. Uh, and these are the arguments you get. It's at it all. And when, when, when you've got this argument going, and then if you can, now, obviously, the, the delay of it, um, which, you know, I think will happen, personally. And the, the whole no deal thing, I mean, that's that's just a load of rubbish. If they wanted to create a deal, they could have done quite easily. They've had two years. And it is not really that tricky to arrange a deal. you got supposedly people who are... Uh, Their job is to negotiate. Uh, having two years to negotiate things and... They haven't come up with anything. In my opinion, that's just just plain rubbish, really. Plain rubbish that they haven't been able to do that. Which leads you to believe that, obviously, they either have an no deal uh, and then they can... Because, I mean, they're, all, they're already talking in the media. Because I, I do, obviously, dabble in the media to, to get a view of what they are talking about. But I've kind of got to a stage, I think, where... It doesn't have, it obviously affects me, but I I'm aware having not listened to it or read it for a long time. You know, you, you can see I, I I have the ability, I suppose, to make my own opinion because I look at other sources and kind of see where where they're trying to incite things or uh, manipulate people or condition them. So already they're talking about uh, we can have shortages in medication, shortages in food, uh, shortages in. Everything basically coming to our country. And and to me, I mean, that's just like an incentive for people to start, you know, grow your own food, start looking after yourself and be independent. Because people are so moleculed by the state, they don't see this option they're like, Oh my god, oh my god, you know, we're not gonna get anything. People people are gonna die and it's all because those people have aided out. I don't want to get into public, but was it 51 point something percent voted out? I mean, it's, it's close. 50-50, let's say, just about. Um, but more people actually voted in it than voted in a general election, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting into who's right and who's wrong, because everyone's entitled to their opinion. And for some people, it is going to be really hard. And, you know, I, I appreciate that. It's not what some people want. But this, this is how politics works because you can't you can't please everyone you can't please all the people all the time and this is how supposed democracy is the majority wins which is why it's a system that doesn't work, because you need to be in a place where you can say, oh, I don't agree with that, I want to go somewhere else. And this is what we don't have in, in this day and age. If there was a way, well, I mean, obviously if we lived in that system, we wouldn't have a Europe, so it's kind of irrelevant talking about how that worked in that scenario. But basically, so they've created this divide and conquer. The argument's going, the argument's there constantly, and uh, they, they will now either well i mean I, th- I think they will probably extend it because they haven't made a deal so they have the extra however long it is um to, to do the deal But of course friction if they decide to knock ahead with it which i think is a possibility and possibly a possibility has been planned all along they're already beginning to and this is why i think they're going to go down that route or uh kind of let us leave but still have some sort of great control over the country because they're already talking about it potentially causing riots in the street and I mean people until until they start talking about the media people weren't talking about rioting in the street now I know that maybe people would because people feel very strongly about it but the reason they do is because of what the media incite and now if they're talking about if it doesn't happen there'll be riots in the street that's planting the seed. And they started doing this uh, probably about two or three, four months ago properly, you know, like constantly. So those people who of that mindset where they would be violent, they're thinking, Oh yeah, that and it it's it's very interesting how the conversations start to change after that. So it's, oh, it'll be an injustice and people people get angry about the injustice of it and Say that they'll hit the streets after the uh, after the media start reporting it's a possibility, and then there's the other option if we do leave, which actually is not a distinct possibility because they need something to trigger the um, the collapse of the the uh, financial system. So either way, they've kind of got a win-win because with riots they can bring in all sorts of well, like we have an American militarization of police, all sorts of laws, you know. I mean, we already have more CCTV than per square foot in any other country in the world in the UK. It, 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 We're watched and monitored and controlled uh, persistently. And there'll just be a chance to step that up. Or with the uh, the move to the, the leave and the collapse of the banking system, not only will that Again, give them, put more controls in and, you know, stop people probably growing their own food. And this will be my main concern, is where, I mean, going underground grow your own stuff. And I'm going slightly off topic, but this is, this is where I think it's vitally important that people start learning to live off the land again. Um, and it has it has been, a, uh, I think, an agenda for a long time to stop that. And there is a big movement coming back uh, in bushcraft and stuff within the UK. And, you know, I'm actually going to the Bushcraft Festival this year in May uh, and, you know, regularly get a magazine and start reading up about that. But And like I said in previous posts, people people are find it funny that I, I like to do that sort of thing and consider living off the land. And to me, this is very worrying, I think, because... When uh, the shit hits the fan, and it will one way or another, these people are going to be clueless because it's been conditioned out of them. You know, they when they can't go hunting to the supermarket, and they they can't they can't turn on their heating to get warm, or you know they can't they can't ring somebody at a call center to work out their problem. What are they going to do? They'll go out and probably get a shot. Um, but you know they'll you know they'll just. They won't have a clue. They'll go into the street like zombies and kind of just try and try and fight their way to something. Where uh, as the people who have a bit of nouse about them, I suppose, not myself, maybe, who are trying to learn how to live off the land and trying to learn more natural ways, and these are the people who are going to survive. Yeah, I don't mean to sound all doom and gloom, but it is quite worrying how how society has been basically molecularled and manipulated into this. Dependency, I suppose. Uh, I I mean, I I see it working as an AT, and I guess it's probably why I went into that field because it's kind of about learning skills, I suppose, and teaching skills, and finding skills that good for people. You know, my long term plan is obviously to to try and treat people with mental health through through natural ways and through, you know, being on the land and working the land, which I, I, I believe is a fantastic way to do it because um, I think a lot of mental health is due to a loss of connection in one way or another. And whether that be to land, to the nature or to themselves, uh Nature is a fantastic way of reconnecting to yourself and re-energizing the flow of um, of uh, chi or energy around your body. So I've, I've kind of gone off topic with a, with the Brexit thing, but it, I mean I don't like to talk about it, really, but I feel I feel that it needs to be talked about just to explain this um, divide and conquer, which which. What it's all about, I think. And I'm just seeing so many people get angry about it and either way, you know, from both sides I suppose is a better way of describing it. And they're getting so angry about it. And to me I I don't care less, really. Um yeah, I voted out. But if we stay, it won't it'd bother me because that that's not what it's about. To me it's about the control. And uh even if we do leave, there'll still be the control, there'll still be the media. I mean, the governments don't control anything. I mean, it's the media that control it, or the people who control the media. But the media have much more power than government. You know, the the media control the government. The corporations control the government, or the media. You know, it's this big vicious circle of um, manipulation. And uh, I mean, I remember years ago doing a project, for uh, I did a graphic design course about uh, subliminal messaging in the media. And it's, it's rife, you know, and it's all about product association as well. And, you know, it's like association of things and, you know, and it's like desensitizing us to things. And the media, they'll put something, if, if they want to bring something in a few years, you know, they'll, they'll. Just start putting it in TV, putting it in shows. And um, this is how it works, you know. And whoever the puppet is or the whichever colour it is, you know, what's it, blue, red or yellow or green, it's never going to change because the media are always going to have that overall in control. And then they can plant that into, into the, the general public. And if they want an uprising, they just start saying negative stuff about the the puppets in control and then promote the other ones. And we, we see this and the, the the thing, you know, is like um during the elections. The papers just they people think they have their own choice. Um but you know, they I mean the paper I mean it's all owned by News Corporation, from Murdoch mostly, isn't it, in the UK? And he's he's both sides, you know, and it's just one overruling arch really to get both well, I don't like to use the left and the right because it's, it's, I don't I don't believe in labels as such. you know you are what you are you're not left or you're right. you know you can you can have a broad spectrum of beliefs across different different kind of platforms and opinions and that's normal that's normal. You shouldn't have to define yourself as a, a left or right. Um so yeah and the papers and the media cover both sides and they just manipulate get the kind of the majority of the population to think how they want them to think and once you've got the majority of the population then you've, you've won and uh i mean this is what my name's all about vibe of 100 monkeys you know once 100 monkeys awoken to what is actually going on then that vibe resonates and you have the majority and you have the the power of the people and we can that's when you can make a change and one key thing is coming off the media which which is hard to do because it, it it's like facebook uh, as I was talking about last time it's it's an addiction and people people are addicted to that media they're addicted to their media source and if you suggest other ones they'll be like, well no they're, they're bad that's fake news but i mean I, I, I don't know whether it's because I've been out of that media loop for so long. It's like, how can anything be fake? How can somebody telling you something be fake? It can be a lie, uh, which generally the, the propaganda media is. But if if people who claim they're intelligent actually looked into the source of it, I mean, it's like a TV show, I suppose. It's like, it's like my father adamantly watches the BBC news. And I always say to him, say, this is bullshit. Oh, that, that is bullshit. And it's like he uh, he came to visit the other day, and he said, I haven't seen the news. And he it's like withdrawal symptoms, isn't it? So I looked at The the Guardian, actually, and I read through, he said, we're going to bomb here, we're going to bomb there. Uh, Iran uh, caused problems, we should bomb them. Um, Brexit... Uh, it's going to fail, It's uh, going to be riots. And, you know, I kind of read out in his fashion, and he's like, so, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, I don't know why he does carpet bomb the whole Middle East, you know. Obviously, sarcastically, he said, oh, that's our older problems. So, he's aware of the fact it's kind of bullshit, basically. But still, he feels the urge to watch it. He's still, you know, he, he and he doesn't look at any other source. This is what gets me. So, it's kind of, it's worrying really that is that much influenced by it and this is this is the same for the majority of the population, they're that much influenced by it that they know it's not true, but they kind of they won't look anywhere else. And it's it's quite incredible really the power that that, that has. And you know, obviously if there was a an alternative that most people start looking at, well that will pro- probably have the control. But I think it's about having diverse options, I suppose. Again, I've gone, I've gone off Brexit again, but it's it's just farcical to me. It's completely non-entity. Because I think either way, if we stay, they'll find a different way to collapse the economy. Uh, and they'll blame the riots on on that. Uh, because they're inciting riots. They want riots to happen. They're inciting and they're planting a the seed. So it will happen. So the riots will either be because because we stayed and the, the levers. Leavers and remainers—that's what your class as now. You know, you're a leaver or you're a remainer. You know, that's that's the tag you're tarnished with. You know, it, it, it's either or. Uh, so the leavers will riot and cause problems, and and that's how all the demise will come. And if we leave, they'll collapse the economy, and that'll be remained on the le- that'll be blamed on the leavers as well. Either way, is the same thing's going to happen. Uh, we'll have a big recession or global collapse probably uh, because that's the plan but i mean and even people who watch media know that this big recession is coming they can see you know their consciousness is showing them that something's wrong people know something's wrong people know it's not right and people know it's going to implode and that comes out in various different ways with different people uh there's the increase in stress the increase in mental health problems you know this people who find it unbelievable so, oh yeah it's gonna happen Ooh, yeah i haven't seen the deniers and you know it, but everybody is aware of this well i mean i don't know we'd call it a collapse you know something event cataclysm um apocalypse gonna happen and interestingly i mean apocalypse i mean i, I say that i put that word because we were taught, again, by the media, that the apocalypse is something bad, it's the end of everything. But the apocalypse is actually uh, the coming of knowledge. don't think of the etymology of it, um, because this is something we need to do. We need to look at the etymology of words, where they come from. Apocalypse comes from the ancient Greek, which basically means the uncovering. It's like a disclosure of information through a revelation of knowledge. And and this this is this is where it comes from, and it, it's not the destruction of everything which we're taught, and even the Bible kind of rants on about it. The apocalypse is there a book? Some I don't know. Revelations or was that one of the the but I can't remember now. Um, used to be called, and I might be wrong on this. They, they mention the apocalypse in there, and it's the revelation, the beginning of a new new way maybe. Right, so this is this is coming, and I think. Either way was my point that I slightly chipped off on. Arguments I have people about Brexit is either way everything's <laughs> going to employed in some form or fashion. And th- th- what people need to do, they, you need, they, they need to forget the division they're trying to create and work on how we can overcome it. You know, how we can be more independent. And this is what it's teaching me, what, what I'm trying to explain to people. It's about becoming independent from the authoritarian figures, the statists. And this this is one big, in my opinion, one big, one last grasp of power to crash everything. And, you know, you, you can get into the whole thing of, you know, maybe there'll be another war. Because the best way to basically stop arising is to have a big world war, uh, unfortunately. You know, if you have a war in a country... And destroy all the information. Then that that information doesn't get passed on. And this is what people need to be aware of. You know, the the wars. And we're getting into dodgy territory. But I do believe the wars were uh, manufactured to an extent because they wanted uh, information to be, forgone. I suppose. And you think that after the whole trauma of war and you, know, you look at, I mean, you look at all the countries that we've uh, so-called liberated, like uh, Syria. Now, looking into that, I won't go down the route too much. What was the actual problem with Syria? Does anyone actually remember? Why did we, I mean, obviously, we know why we supposedly went in, but does anyone know about Syria before? In Iraq, yeah, we went in for the oil, and uh, Saddam, well, the first one, two, three of them, um, Saddam apparently, the, um, the chemical weapons on the Kuwaitis. But where did he get those weapons from? He got them from the UK and America. And, you know, Libya. What happened in Libya? Colonel Gaddafi was uh, trying to create a gold-backed currency. You know, and that's forgotten now. Because the, the war, you know, destroys the people. Focus on that. You know, and and it's like Iran. You know, cause we'll go to the war with Iran next, won't we? Because uh, they're were, already they were talking about how bad Iran is, what nasty country is. But... Just look up Iran. Watch a few videos of Iran. And it's, from what I can see, a beautiful, amazing country. It has its problems, you know, which I focused on. But, I mean, England has its problems, you know. nowhere Nowhere's perfect. And then you know, I'm, I'm sure if America wanted to go all England, you know, it could easily say, you know, oh, you know, there's the far right arising or you know there's this north-south divide that causes a civil war or there's you know this brexit there's a uh, remainers and leavers they start fighting each other and it's got out of hand the government can't control it there's always uh, a manipulation of truths and people need to start looking into these things look at a real story and look at what's behind the pictures and the headlines because by reading that you just you're not getting a true story. So, yeah, I guess to wrap it up, really, I've, I've kind of jibbed on, but, you know, this is a jib cast, isn't it? That, that's my opinions on Brexit, really. Uh, and I urge people not to get angry about it. Either way, you know, if you're voted in or voted out, it doesn't matter. It's an exercise of divide and conquer. That's all it is. The same outcome will come either way in, in the long run. What people should focus on is how they can stop it happening in the future. How how they can mend those bridges from the division and how they can become more independent and how they can control their life the way they want to be. I mean I guess the argument they're trying to portray is some people want to be in Europe, some don't. And it is divide and conquest but it it's are people finding their own self what they want and some may want to be a part of a big state of society but i think generally if people look into what it's about and how they control and you know how it's manipulated and you know we we don't have any freedom either way i think people need to start looking into that and basically living in the present and living their life interacting with their friends and their families, interacting with the world around them, rather than thinking about what's going on somewhere else around the world and trying to influence that. We need to... I mean, obviously I believe in a global human consciousness. We all live as one big entity and vibrate and resonate through each other. But in terms of general society currently, we need to come back to a, a more individualist kind of vibration before we can... Again, go out and explore that ball vibration fully, because you know it's like walking. Yeah, walking before you can jump. Whatever the saying is, jumping before you can walk. I don't know. You know what I mean. And if you if you go in and blow people's, and this is what I've done with some people, I go in and kind of blow. You know, say things and blow their minds, and like whoa, crazy, whoa. And we we just need to do it bite sized portions for people. And for me, the way I've found to do that, I think, is to do the bushcraft thing. Stepping into nature and promoting the benefits of nature to people. Growing your own stuff. And then hopefully that will pull them away from some of the status societal influences. Then you can start going into the vibration and trying to recreate. No, yeah, recreate. Because we used to have this world, you know, centuries ago when humans were vibrating in the, the higher consciousness. We had this world, so we need to recreate that. We need to connect back to our roots. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying we need need to be Luddites and get rid of technology, but we need to use technology to benefit us, not technology benefits from us. And this is the key. We need to pull things back and just reflect and actually work out which way they're going and how they're going to benefit us um, as a whole consciousness, rather than just the people who control them. And that's a difficult thing for a lot of people to come to grips with and understand, but... That's kind of overall outcome um, because a lot of people talk about you know how how they're uh, spiritual I suppose and you know I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not some guru yet. but you know I've you know, been on my journey for a good number of years and it's only in the last sort of year or so that I've really kind of started to understand this global resonance and how we are all just one everything is one global resonance and we. We control our lives and, you know, we have the ability to affect how we affect everything else. Some people aren't ready for that. You know, I'm not being condescending or anything. It's, I've spent a lot of time working on this for myself and I think I'm there. But I can't just go out and say, right, some random person on the street saying, oh, we're one, we resonate together. You've got to do it in steps. And I think... This whole uh, Brexit problem, uh, this is a perfect opportunity to just get people to pull away from it and just get them to see the manipulation from both sides. And then it is a game, it's a little game um, to create divide and conquer. And this is the opportunity we need to get people away from it, get them out to nature and get them thinking from a different side of the coin or a different type of coin like a crypto. Anyway... That's about it for today, folks. Next time, eh?